Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Zdenek's English Podcast. Here is Zdenek speaking to you. And here is another episode for you. Um, not, only, not long ago, I had Irena on the podcast. Irena, who is a good friend of mine from Poland and a um, very active member of the Discord group that I have. And that I have been constantly inviting you to called Learn English Online. Uh, this is a Discord group which you can join through Zdenek's English Podcast. No, that's wrong. Uh, you can join this through teachersdenek.com uh, website. If you're fancy practicing your English, then um, there's nothing better you can do at the moment, I'd say. And Irena is, not, not only is Irena a very active member, she also happens to be one of the moderators there. Uh, so, for instance, um, she um, almost always joins the event that I host there called uh, Insane or The Insane Idiom Hour, which is a really cool event uh, that um, 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 has been going on for a few months now. So, <clears throat> like I said, she was on the podcast before. Um, we did talk about drawing. We talked about drawing uh, because Irena is a painter. But today she has come on again, or she is going to come on because she's not here yet, technically. I know she's listening, but <laughs> she's about to come on to talk about birds. Irena, if you can hear me, I'm going to ask you to call me in now. And then uh, we will have a nice chat, as always, here on Zdenek's English Podcast with my guest today. It's Irena from Poland. Um, Irena, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, it's happening, everyone. Irena, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me again. And I don't know, can you hear me? Am I actually in? Yeah, loud and clear. And okay, you're always <laughs> you're always welcome, obviously, um, because the first time it was it was a great chat with you. So I thought I might as well I might as well invite you again. And it's nice. It's nice to have a familiar face back on. Um, so, uh, how have you been since I talked to you last time? I've been pretty okay, doing different stuff. I guess have uh, having like you know, an average human being better and worse days. But overall, basically concentrating on teaching, on painting, a little bit on some vacation project that didn't exactly maybe succeed eventually mm. but hopefully it's just a put off and not you know completely foregone so yeah yeah we might get to that a bit later but uh, well i'm glad i'm glad that you've been you've been all right and uh, thank you for for coming back on and today i invited you to talk about birds so uh, why why birds what fascinates you about them well i wonder why <laughs> 
Yeah, sorry, just joking. Yeah, well, I've been at a bird bringing camp basically twice. A bird what? A bird what camp? Sorry. Bird bringing camp or ba bird banding camp, as it's called apparently in the US as well. This is what I found out uh, actually today, this afternoon. Okay, could you yeah, could it's... you please explain to us what bird ringing stands for? Because some listeners might not know. To be honest, I uh, I will admit to this myself. I didn't know until until I uh, got to know you. So, could you explain what bird ringing stands for? Well, basically, if you want to track down like the migration routes, or you want to kind of know. We can call it the bird's lifestyle, I guess. I guess in a way, the way you know where they are, where they, where they go to, or you know, try to travel, migrate, and, and so mm -hmm. on uh, about their uh, breeding, and so yeah. and so and so on. So basically, you capture them just for a short moment. You put a ring in the, around uh, one of one of their legs and basically yeah. on this ring there's like some essential information when the bird was captured at what station and so on so when someone else sees the bird again somewhere hmm. you know they can basically trace more or less the route sometimes like you put you can put in apparently chip with additional inf information so it's you know with the modern tracking devices you can get some more information as well Mm -hmm. And in terms of my interest in birds, uh, I would say I've. I think it's pretty. I can't really exp I can't really explain it, but I've always thought like they are really beautiful you know, creatures. So first I got you know to paint them, then eventually I thought when I when I heard about this uh, bird ringing camp, I thought I maybe I will actually like it. Yeah. So, so when I, was this? What was so this like a long, long time ago, or when, like, when you were in your, I don't know, uh, when you were in like a child, or I, I, sorry, I, I might have missed the dates there. Okay. Well, depending on which, on which event uh, you are referring well, to, the, but well, about, about the, first, the bird ringing camp, yeah. like I, I first heard in twenty fourteen. By uh, pretty much by accident because okay. I just came across a, a girl who was um, hitchhiking mm -hmm. and who wanted to get uh, to the seaside to one of the camps and because mm -hmm. it was pretty late when I when I was just walking with my with my dog so I just invited her to stay over and then she told me like where she was going, what it was about, and so on. So I got pretty interested, but it actually took me another five years, actually, to go to one of these camps. <laughs> right, right. So it, so not until 2013 did you really uh, do anything um, sort of, uh, how, to say, how to explain it? Well, you, I messed this up. <laughs> I wanted to use an inversion there. Uh, basically, before, before, before 2013, you sort of like like birds before. and you drew them and painted them and whatnot. And um, then everything changed for you and you, you got more involved with birds. As I said, I heard about this possibility in 2014, actually. But 
In yeah. terms of really being involved, uh, it happened really in 2019. So I went to my first oh. camp, and then last year I did, I went to another one because I liked my first experience. So I decided to give it a try again, yeah. just in a different location, and I liked it even more. So mm -hmm. I thought, yeah, I might I might as well check if there is uh, something similar abroad as well. Yeah, and that was like a the story of this year but in any case i i plan to to go to go there again be be it abroad or you know be a bit here lo locally i, I mm -hmm. guess you could say say it you know in, in poland i still would like to again experience it since it's something i enjoy a lot you know it's yeah. good. You can say it's really a volunteer work, pretty much, except that uh, for me, it just doesn't look and doesn't feel like work because for me, yeah. it's something that, you know, I passion. can just re relax, I can mm -hmm. rest, I can find, find out something interesting yeah. at the same time. And I can see like the birds that you usually, you know, see up there, like, I don't know how many meters ab above you. So you practically don't see them at all and i have uh, them at my hands reach yeah yeah now that makes sense that makes sense so this is this so it's a relatively uh, um, recent uh i I'm, I'm getting thrown off by the cheering people in the background what's happening there are they celebrating something there <laughs> i'm in I'm, a, I'm in a park and apparently there are some people dancing <laughs> <laughs> okay Sorry, that's all right. Actually, that's all right. Th there is more to it because before, like, so I got to know so some people. I would go like um, on some short, you know, trips outside Poznan, but still, but still, like, you know, within one hundred kilo kilometers or so, just mm -hmm. to observe birds and the, and take pictures, you know. So. So you are in a park. So I, I, I quite like it. It's pretty cool that you can record a podcast yep. from, from a park, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a park right now. I decided like the weather was nice, basically. That's amazing. Basically, because, so why not? You know. Because you know and what? You uh, might even see some birds as you talk to me, and you could try to describe them to us. Yeah, I can actually see one right now, but a bit far from me. But I, I guess it's a blackbird. Judging yeah. by what I can see, you know, from the distance, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, a black bird or black bird, because there's a difference. A black bird and black bird. <laughs> um, a black bird means that it's a bird that is black. And black bird means it's a kind of bird. It's a species. Yeah, it's a species. It's a black yeah. bird. Yeah. With mm -hmm. the accent on black. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, so I've got a lot of questions here about birds. Um, so, uh, Irena, well, we, we now we know your background. So so you are not exactly an ornithologist. You are interested in birds. I'm definitely not. Judging mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. by my knowledge, the level, I'm, I would really have a long way to go. <laughs> Yeah, because ornithologist, it means that um, somebody who is an ornithologist basically uh, studies birds uh, as an expert. It's more academic. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, then. All right. Um, so what are birds, biologically speaking? 
they are not mammals, right? They are birds. So how are they? I mean, this might be an obvious question, but I think it's nice to always sort of talk about it just to clarify it. So they are they are definitely not mammals. They lay <laughs> eggs. <laughs> yes. They have they have wings. The majority of them can fly, but some of them cannot. Okay. All right. So can you give us an example of a bird that cannot fly? Ostrich, penguin. Right. How about a chicken? <laughs> can a chicken fly? Well, they can kind of fly up uh, <laughs> like one, two meters above, I guess. Yeah. I guess you know, <laughs> kind of. So you can't exactly say that they cannot fly completely, but their skills yeah. are not very developed, developed. I would yeah. say. I, yeah. yeah, I think I think they are. I think. I think they can't really fly that well. Yeah, <laughs> they do have wings. But they do have they wings. Can't... They use them, you know, as well as they can. So I guess yeah. you can, you know, yeah. g- give them, you know, thumbs up, <laughs> you know, for okay. the effort. Yeah. But yeah. that's the same like all... with eagles or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that you can do, I suppose. Okay, yeah. then. Um so so birds lay eggs right so that's that's the main that's the main difference they don't like um basically once the once the um um little birds are born um um they are uh, we, the, the, the 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 eggs are hatched right we say hatched right yeah exactly yeah yeah there's one small exception, though, in terms of mammals. There are apparently, you know, two species that do lay eggs. <laughs> oh, really? Somewhere in the, somewhere in the, in Australia or something, something like that. I no, can't yeah. really tell you the names in in English. That's something that I learned in my bi- biology uh, class okay. know, in elementary school. But apparently, <laughs> there are two. Mammal species and that still lay eggs. Okay, right? that's that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, birds don't suck uh, milk. They don't, you know, they don't. Um, uh, is that the right way to say it? They don't drink milk. Like um, they don't breastfeed, right? That's, exactly. Is that, they don't. Is that bre- well, yeah, yeah. They don't breastfeed. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said suck milk. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, I think everybody knows what I meant. So, w- in terms of what birds eat, are they vegetarians? Are they are they car- well? We, we don't really use this word in in the animal realm. We say carnivores, herb, herb, herbivores, or omnivores. Exactly. So, what are exactly. what are birds? <coughs> Excuse me. So, it depends on. The bird species, and the funny thing is that what they eat is kind of reflected in by the shape of their beak, because their yeah. beak is basically adjusted to what, what they need. But in mm-hmm. any case, they eat different things. They can just eat grains. Yeah. Yeah. They can eat insects. They can right. also eat, you know, small animals. I guess uh, other other birds, maybe some. Yeah. So they are omnivores, pretty much. Like if you look at the whole group of the, you know, the whole group, birds. Exactly. We have different yeah, kind exactly. of birds. Do are there any birds that don't ever eat meat? Or let's say meat. You know, you know what I mean by meat. Like other animals. 
Well, like even worms. Small, I mean, they are small enough. They can't really eat, you know, any larger living being, kind of. Kind yep. of. <laughs> All right. And I haven't been really able to uh, to kind of um, make sure that there are birds who definitely don't eat any insects, even or mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So. I can't really tell you, you know. All right. That's okay. Um, all right. So you you mentioned the word beak, which is an interesting word. So what is the what could you tell us what the what the beak is then? I know every bird has a, has a beak, right? So, well, basically explaining it in a I guess in a simple way, we use um our mouth to eat, and birds use their beak basically right. to do it. Right. Yeah. So the shape is the shape is like no. kind of sharper, right? Usually, but not always, I guess. Usually, it's like pointy. There some, uh, so there are some birds who have like pretty kind of you could say large uh, large beaks, but uh, yeah. uh, pretty small at the same at the same time. Yeah. And those are usually the ones that eat grain, you know, plant plants. What, whatever this kind of mm. this kind of thing. Yeah, there are but some tradition... who have like long and narrow beaks, right. but again, but again, pretty small be- beaks, and these eat insects. And then there are those that have large, like very strong beaks and curved, and they actually eat, for example, other birds or small mammals as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, the the beaks kind of, I think they reflect the the way the the bird sort of lives and 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 like if if i mean s- certain birds sort of need to let's say Hi. find find a worm somewhere deep inside something let's say deep inside uh, a tree or something right or or a hole in the ground so they have like a long beak that can get everywhere you know sort of the shape sort of the shape really matters in this case, right? The shape definitely matters. It's one of their yeah. main tools, you could say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. To forage for food. Okay. Um, so that's that's a beak uh, spelled spelled B E A K. Is that so? That's right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, so you you also said that the birds that when we talked about the bird ringing, you said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is done to sort of monitor uh, the movement of birds and how they migrate. So migration is used when we're talking about humans as well, right? When you when you uh, move to another country. But why do birds mar- migrate? What's the reason for it? Basically, hmm, the practical reasons are basically the search for food and then you know changing climate conditions so yep. in some uh, in some countries in the winter it's obviously harder to find find food so mm-hmm. usually birds migrate south right and then when the weather here is pretty nice and i guess in the south it's much much warmer mm-hmm. too warm <laughs> the conditions are yeah. Warm yeah. sometimes, and you know the conditions for breeding are maybe less than ideal. Mm-hmm. So they decide to come back. 
And yeah. actually, these mig- migration routes, you know, due to the changing climate conditions, mm-hmm. have also changed as well. In a way, so. So compared to humans, birds are not really economic migrants. They they migrate because of the food and the conditions. <laughs> well, you know. I would say there's some uh, sort of uh, similarity. I I guess you you could you could say you could say that really, you know, finding your finding your food, basically trying to survive, it's pretty much an economic condition as well. You know, <laughs> right. in a way, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, or an e- economic activity, I mm-hmm. should say. I guess. Yeah. Um, so my image of um, birds migrating usually comes from some documentaries. Um, so um, like National Geographic or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I always uh-huh. notice that the birds are kind of in a, a, a large flock, a flock of birds. That's basically when there are a lot of birds uh, flying in the same direction usually. And you kind of notice them. They, they, you, know, you, you notice a flock of birds more than you notice one bird, right? So wh- why is this happening? Why do they... Flock. I might be asking some obvious questions, but I think it's always nice to uh, to uh, to uh, observe it, um, look into it. So, um, why so basically, do, why when they birds... are to, to, to get together in a in a flock, exactly, yeah. birds of feather flock together, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they are together, it's much easier to defend themselves, and there are many right. predators or birds of prey, as you can say as well. Yeah. So basically, it's you know kind of kind of uh, kind of easier to defend also their young, you know, their chicks yeah. as well as well, and apparently. What what happens when there are many you know many birds and let's say a bird of prey try, tries to to attack and single single out their prey? Um, yeah, it's much difficult to do to do so because all they see are like you know a whole lot of uh, you know feathers uh, and wings and so on moving here and there up and down. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I so see, it kind I of get conf- confuses the predators. Yeah. So, so it's like their mimicry that's kind the of purpose yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a tactic. It's a strategy it's, to survive. It, it's tactic exactly. Yeah. 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 So they have evolved over the year, over the millions of years, basically, into these um, skillful beasts, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Okay then. Um, um, so uh, you said that birds have predators. I would actually always think, oh, obviously, there might be some bir- birds of prey, as you say, which basically mean, means bigger birds that eat smaller birds. But are they the only thing that the birds have to be afraid of? Um, because there are not that many animals that can fly in the first place, right? For example, animals like foxes, let's say, that's the oh, first really? example that comes comes to my comes to my mind. You know, okay, that are definitely definitely natural predators for many many birds. Okay, 
Is so it because some because mam- birds nest? Definitely, definitely as well. Yeah, but birds okay. nest on the ground. Some nest right. on, the, on right. trees. You know, it it really yeah. depends. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have to have their nest somewhere on the ground because of gravity, right? It can't be. Yeah, and you know, not not yeah. for not forgetting about apparently domestic uh, animals, but well, some domestic an- animals kind of live like wild animals at the same time. Sometimes, uh, what I have in mind uh, are I have in mind cats, basically. So uh, they can right. be dangerous for smaller birds as well. They uh, are dangerous, yeah. not only can be. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I have seen, um, I have seen um, um, cats kill birds. Yeah, absolutely. Not and only, not only do they. Most, uh, and it's true that most birds can fly, obviously. But when you think about chicks or fledglings, you know that are actually just about to learn to learn to fly, or are, you know, have uh, their flying skills not fully developed. Yep. So they can become really. Easily, you know, a prey. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good word. Prey. They can be a prey. Yeah, like they are an easy target for for um, a predator. Mm-hmm. So, how long do birds usually live? Scientifically speaking, apparently from four to up to one hundred. It's it's a possibility. You know, there are many, 100. Now, there are many factors that come in, though. So. Wow. Wait, you you caught me by surprise there. 100 years. So, what what birds can live up to 100 years? (laughs) That's longer than humans. That's longer than most humans, right? Well, it's like some humans, too you know, reach yeah. that age. Most of us don't. Most of us don't. So it's kind of the same kind of statistic for uh, for birds, basically. Really? But okay. there are many fair factors that come into play as well. So, for mm. example, because of, you know, the survival the fittest because of like yeah. pretty harsh, you know, environment conditions and so on. Apparently about 37 percent of chicks do not make it past uh, their first year and then two-thirds about two-thirds of the remaining ones do not make it past uh, their second year that's i think that's why they have so many eggs as well right Uh, exactly yeah to make sure you know human human introduced uh, factors such as for example you know, deforestation, let's say, any kind oh, of, right. you know, human ac- human activity that brings in more harm than good, basically. Yeah, which is more often than not. And plus hunting as well, you know. That's right. That's right. Birds are hunted, and, aren't uh, they? And, yeah, but humans do too, you know, so... That's why I was actually referring, like, to, you know, hunting for a hobby, but... Basically, oh, yeah. which unfortunately happens as well. And you mean like, what 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 are the common like pheasants or something, right? Pheasants are often hunted for for pleasure. 
Let's not say, only yeah, as, as like for example you know wild geese ducks like really you yeah. name it he even snipers and, and grouse and apparently you know in some mediterranean countries birds are considered basically as a kind of you know delicious meal so yeah okay then what can you say hmm? <laughs> um right um so tell me something. Why do birds sing? When I go outside, often I hear birds singing. So what is it? What is it? What's what's the purpose of the singing? Is it just they are they just having a good time, or <laughs> is it well, like in- when humans sing in the shower, <laughs> or, or is this different? <clears throat> in general, that's for communication purposes, but and you actually can divide. Um, divided into at least three different uh, groups like for, for example just casual com- communication kind of, kind of to establish contact to maintain the contact yeah. and so and yeah. so on then you know when one bird wants to attract a partner that's mm-hmm. like okay. a different wing wing exactly so they would make a different kind of sound and then a warning sound in terms is it of about like, is it about like i am the loudest what? bird or i have the, the 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 most interesting melody or the best tune or what is it about then yeah, that attracts the, that the, kind of, no, the female kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, well If you have a nice voice, nice plumage, and <laughs> you can show like many different qualities, and that apparently shows and that you you are pretty strong and that you have good genes, so you're going to uh-huh. pass on good genes on your offspring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so, so I'm just wondering what it is. If I if logic, I wear a bird, logic of it. <laughs> if I wear a bird, like what what would I have to do in order to attract a, fe- a female bird? So, um, well, as you say, I should I, would, I should have color for plumage plumage. Well, um, they would teach you. <laughs> One, definitely. Okay. So. Is this? Is this? Is they would teach me? You say so. Isn't it? Is it an instinct yeah. instead? Is it? Is it more like you observe what the other birds are doing, or is it? What is it? <laughs> I'm not sure you can uh, call it a um, really instinct because if you observe like birds, you, you know that. Um, are kept away from you know their flock let's say but yeah. are captivated by humans or and mm-hmm. so on you know people can't teach them the same skills you mean mm-hmm. captured captured yeah mm-hmm. captured sorry yeah. yeah so no yeah you are right because because obviously we know that birds some birds can be very very intelligent or is yeah, it all sorry. birds I, I, I would say survival uh, requires lots of intelligence. So, yeah. you know, we have different ki- kinds of intelligence depending on what we ac- actually yeah, actually need. So I I would say birds are intelligent just in a different way, basically, than we are. Yeah. Okay. But so it takes we- a intelligence to, you know, develop certain skills, to survive, to communicate, you know, with their peers and so, and so on so yeah. i would say definitely birds are intelligent yeah well we have a lot of animals that are intelligent you could say the same about mm-hmm. dogs or or i don't know ants yeah right? they are in, yeah they are intelligent i would say just uh, you know be, because we tend to understand intelligence um, in a different way by looking yeah. through our own lenses yeah by looking right, through right, our right, own right. eyes yeah mm-hmm. exactly 
But what I, what I had in mind was that I've seen recently some videos on YouTube of uh, some people teaching birds how to speak and mm-hmm. um, just, you know, like stuff that you wouldn't believe, like what you can see there sometimes. It's not just like, you know, the classic parrots like that can learn mm-hmm. to speak, right? Right. But it's just other things too. They're very intelligent and very very intelligent and have potential a lot of potential to learn i think yeah i think so too mm-hmm. so what what are the most intelligent birds then in your in your view hmm that's a good question <laughs> i can just tell you what i heard but i'm not i'm not sure if this is this is right it's just something i heard so i apparently uh, crows are very intelligent. That's what I heard as well. Yeah. But no, I I don't really know enough to be able to you know tell you specific mm. specifically. Yeah. I don't be able to answer it. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. But I what I would say is that there there are definitely differences, right? So. I don't know. Like, I don't see a chicken as a very intelligent bird. But then, then again, like some par- like parrots or crows. Well, from their yeah. own point of view, I guess I would say chickens are intelligent. Really? <laughs> again, it, you know, I think that's the way evolution works as well. You know, not okay. only they, you know, you get certain you know physical traits that are supposed to help you in a way, yep. you know. And I think uh, that's the same in terms of, you know, skills, instinct, and and so and so on. Basically, you use what you need, kind of like you know, muscles Fair. that you train. I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, what should you do when you fi- find a hurt bird? Because I think well, this is very important to to say. Because um, obviously, you know. We want to help nature. So what would you do if you found a hurt bird? First, you need to determine if uh, the bird you see actually needs help or not. Or not. So basically, many, many people would like to tell you, know, they have good intentions. And they would like to, you know, take the bird. And it's actually not always a, a, good, a good idea. So first, like, you need to check uh, if, uh, you know, definitely the bird is not, not like, definitely visib- visibly hurt, mm-hmm. hurt if they are actually, you know, moving kind of normally. They, and, if they are not and, dead, uh, I think and, it's important to determine whether they are alive as well, right? <laughs> you have to make yeah. sure they are alive. Otherwise, you can't help them anymore, you know? That, well, that's true as well. But let's assume they are actually alive. <laughs> let's go on from there yes of course <laughs> stupid joke yeah so you need to ob- observe if um, you need to determine basically make sure if the bird is in a pretty safe place or like not close to the street uh, if they are not an easy prey for uh, for cats usually nah. You know, you would see probably like young fledglings, so young birds that are have just left the, the nest, or maybe even uh-huh. young chicks, so birds that still needs you know their par- parents to help them out. Yep. And if the bird is okay, 
and just basically has kind of lost or maybe fell out of the nest but uh, hasn't hurt itself and so on. The brands yep. are usually somewhere, somewhere, somewhere close, but if you are too close, you know, they won't basically dare to, you know, c- come closer and, you know, take care of the birds. So then you have to kind of, you know, maintain a safe distance uh, for them. Mm-hmm. But if you see that the bird is actually hurt, cannot, you know, a normal reaction for a bird would be, you know, just to, to flee, basically. And if you can yeah. see that yeah. the bird is not able to do it, to do it yeah. for example, if uh, their body temperature may, may be lower, if they kind of seem like... Like the, something wrong with the wing, right? Some, um, something, but there's something wrong. Like they, you know, don't react spontaneously. They kind of uh, seem like apathetic, like sleep, yeah. sleepy, apathetic. That kind of that kind of thing. Then you definitely should um, take them to to a vet. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. what I read, it's. Um, there are vets, uh, you know, specifically trained to take care of uh, birds. But if you can't find one, then it's better to take them to to, a to vet. Irena. Uh, I would take them to Irena because you are the the first person <laughs> that comes to mind when it comes to birds. So, but I don't have med- medical tra- training, you know. I know, but you would know what <laughs> but, to do. <laughs> but basically, you have vets that are, for example. That's, uh, who specialize in helping out exotic animals, and apparently they have much more knowledge how to help uh, birds than you know, just the vets who usually take care of dogs and cats, kind of domestic yeah. animals. In some cities, and there are bird shelters. Actually, in Poznan, there is one as well. Oh, really? So, Poznan, uh, that's where you are from, right? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and that's where uh, where I live as well. Yep. And well, I've. Taken. Have you saved any birds? Twice. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have actually. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> a pigeon and a thrush. Yeah. And a thrush. They, uh, okay. They were. They had their wings kind of twisted, broken. Something was wrong. So. Yeah. They needed treatment. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so. What do you think of uh, birds that are kept in cages? What do you think about this whole sort of um, phenomenon or not phenomenon, but about this sort of not culture either? It's just something that humans do. I don't know what word I want to use here, but what do you think about it? Is this right? Is this something we should do or is it, are we helping? Are we, some, some people keep birds as pets at home, right? So is this is this well, it, really helping them or are we torturing them or where do you stand on that? I try not to judge people, although I'm not a big fan of caged uh, birds. Now, you have to take into account there are different aspects like, you know, birds uh, in the zoo. I'm maybe not a big fan of, uh, of that either. But then there are some uh, birds who, let's say, you know, get, uh, get, uh, get hurt uh, their par- yeah. their parents uh, die somewhere along the way, for for example, and b- birds are too young to have learned, you know, all the yep. necessary skills to survive. So obviously, they will end up in a in a zoo. Yeah, yeah. that's been that's pretty obvious. Some of these birds, like I know, 
that you know there are specialists who know how to te- teach them survival skills in some something in some cases it is successful so actually there are birds you know who go back to na- to nature but it just doesn't always you know end up like like that so mm-hmm. it really depends yep but in terms of keeping birds for your own entertainment or uh, as a kind of pet, mm, no, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Just to show off, you know, just to, oh, I've got, I've got a parrot at home that can speak. And I don't know, I'm not a big fan of this myself. But yeah, you, you're right that it's not always straightforward, I suppose. I think it's then, not always uh, straight, uh, straightforward, but, you know. Actually. As I said, I try not to judge people, but at the same time, I know where I, where I stand on it, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Actually, recently I have taught uh, an English lesson. Um, I found sometimes, sometimes I do this, that I find uh, lesson plans online. And there was there was one, I believe, on British Council website about... Um, animal trafficking yeah and they were specifically mentioning that that there's a lot of demand for um all these big colorful birds like exotic birds Mm -hmm. that uh, that have colorful plumage and uh they are very expensive and you've got a lot of what we call poachers right um and traffickers so people who sort of uh transport the birds illegally um, in order to get profit out of it. And yep. so, so this is, this is quite bad, isn't it? Mm, that's really bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so can birds become friends with humans? We sort of like touched upon it already. Yeah. So what do you think? So for example, those birds that you saved, technically they could be grateful to you for your help right so is there a possibility that you could develop some kind of relationship let's say if you save a bird that is very very young right and you sort of like um, look after it you feed it have you seen any cases like that that they that the birds would be sort of grateful and they would keep coming back to the to the master in quotation marks (laughs) No, well, I've heard of such uh, such cases. I've never experienced it myself. And actually, in terms of the birds I saved, once yeah. I then handed over handed them over to a bird sh- shelter, yeah. well, that's the last time I saw yeah. them, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. And I mean, birds are not human beings. Yeah, they. I'm not saying they have no emo- emotions and, and so on, but I think we, as people, we tend to kind of personify, you know, different animals and yeah. they communicate, you know, according to their own logic and they live in their own lives. And I guess the best uh, right. service that we can provide to them is to help them, you know, live the way they were kind of created to live, basically. Yeah. But you do have cases of people like feeding birds. Like there, you don't have to go very far. Like there, there's there's this uh, old old movie, old movie, Christmas movie, Home Alone, right? There's like um, I'm I'm sure you remember. Yeah, and it. that's a good there's, idea. You there's know, an old lady feed, feed. feeding feeding birds. Now you have to know how to do it, though. So, like for example, it's pretty common uh, to feed birds with bread, and that's a very bad idea. 
Oh, like ducks. Yeah, a lot of people throw. For example, like that, in, like ducks, into exactly. A lake or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or a river. Yeah. So what you, what should you feed birds with then, if not if not bread? And why is it wrong? Why is it wrong to feed birds with bread? I think this is a fantastic point that you are making here. Why is why is it wrong then? It's something like we shouldn't give milk to cats. Yeah. So why not? Because it actually affects uh, their kidneys and in uh, ah. the long, you know, it's uh, pretty deadly for them over a long term. You know? Okay. Well, as you guys can see, this is an educational <laughs> show as well. Yeah. So, so it's not um, a good idea to feed them with a. Uh, with bread sorry okay. for interrupting and it's much better to give them grain basically right what kind of grain though is, is does it really matter or well no you have to adjust it to the bird size and but you know it's better to give grain than bread just yeah. in general whatever whatever you have at hand if it yeah. you know depending on how urgent it is obviously as well mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, the, the thing is, like, a lot of people just, just you know, have their lunch with them or snack or something, and they walk, they go for a walk along the river or a lake, you know, and then it's just the easiest thing to do. They, most people, they just, they don't go into a pet shop to buy bird grains, right, um, that some people buy. What do you call these little things that people build in their garden sometimes? Are they birdhouses? Is there a word for it? You know, like this little. Mm, that's shed. good. Uh, that's a good question. I, I can't remember what it is, but is it like a birdhouse? I'm, I'm going to try to Google it as we speak. But uh, you know what I mean. Like you can obviously buy. I know. I know. Yeah. I know what you. I know what you mean. Definitely. Definitely. I was yeah. going to check it as well. Um, I think so. I think it looks. Yeah, I'm. I'm, j- I'm just googling birdhouses on Amazon.com. Actually, yeah, you can buy. I would some. say a bird birdhouse sounds very, very probable. Yeah. So. Birdhouses. Yeah, that 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 seems to be. That seems to be a go- good word to use. Also, bird feeders. That's an interesting bird, one. Bird feeder. Yeah. Bird feeder. Yeah. All right. A birdhouse is fine as well. Okay then. So um, you should definitely feed grain, uh, feed um, grain to birds rather than. You can bread. also give them when you see that uh, a bird is very weak. For example, it's useful to give them some wat- water with sugar, or uh, preferably no. with no. glucose. But if you don't have it, uh, just a normal sugar will do as well. Okay, I see. Just to give them some energy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And oh. also make make sure you you cover them if uh, if you can uh, feel that they, they are cold. It's uh, a good idea put put them in a, in a card box with uh, some holes uh, inside so they can you know breathe in, breathe out, and so on. They yeah. can get some some air basically. Yeah, that makes sense. And you know, put them in some dark corner. Obviously, make sure they are. Safe uh, from domestic uh, animals, domestic you know, pets, and so on, and so on. If you have any, yep. and mm. you know, just uh, make sure they you have, you know, you know, you can offer them some dark and quiet place, place yeah, like some kind yeah. of a shelter. All right, and um, what's your favorite bird? 
I like small birds. So, for example, hmm, black red start. For example, I, I like uh, I like a lot. I like I love kingfishers as well, but I like okay. some bigger ones as well, like cranes, for for example. <laughs> That's, what's the one that lives in in the in a ch- like that nests on a chimney? Is that a stork? It's historic. Yeah, yeah. they are that's, also that's, pretty interesting. That's Maybe not my one. favorite, but I like them a lot. A lot I, yeah, well. I, I went running the other day. I think it was about a month ago, and there was a stork, like on the on the pathway. I just I, I couldn't believe it. Like I was like, what is it doing there? It was just there, just like looking at me. <laughs> You know, we have some lakes in in Poznan, so sometimes I can see a heron, for example, as well. Yeah, it really depends. Depends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woodpeckers, they're yeah. very interesting as well. Yeah, they make this sound like um, it's very, very <laughs> monot- monotonous, right? <laughs> Woodpeckers, they just keep pecking into the wood like they nonstop, twenty four seven. They can definitely. Yeah. It- chickadees or tits so they can be the pretty tricky birds so if you happen to collect a chickadee along with another bird like let's say a sparrow don't put them together why not because well chickadees can harm like other birds you know there's a reason why they like you know eating meat in winter for example you know not mm-hmm. just, or like meatballs, not, not just uh, like the, only the normal grain. So actually, you're not yeah. supposed to be basically, you know, combine combine them to, together. But you know, put them together. Now you you mentioned one bird. Now we have to we have to address this. It's kind of funny because a tit, yeah. So that's obviously also um, a slang word for for female breast. But it's exactly. it's um, yeah. <laughs> it's slightly rude, but it's a bird species. Bird. It's a bird species, but, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bird species as well. Yeah, yeah. like plus, and there are some subspecies like uh, blue tit, for example. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so 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 you could you could tell your friend like to to sort of impress them. Hey, mate, I like when you go. When you are um, when you are in, among a lot of males, um, I was with this chick the other day, and uh, and there were uh, and, no, that's not gonna work. I, I'm trying to make a joke here, like the 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 I saw a lot of blue tits, but that that's not gonna work, is it? <laughs> I would use the word chickadee at this point, basically. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, I I, I sh- yeah, I didn't really pre- prepare this joke, so it didn't work. But uh, I can think of some joke potentials there, absolutely. Um, and then there is this bird that steals from humans and other birds as well. Mm-hmm. So what's that bird? What's the name of that bird? I'm, I'm testing your knowledge now. <laughs> yeah, you're testing my, uh, my knowledge, but honestly... It's M. It starts with I M. Would, I would, uh, I would know once magpie. Yeah, yeah that's, I would that's know once one. I hear it, but it's kind that's of that's the one. Yeah, magpie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What are other some other interesting birds? I think there's kiwi. That's just in uh, kiwi is only in in um, New Zealand, right? Or... In New Zealand, it's a national symbol as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's. Um, does it look like the fruit? And it's, kiwi? And it's, is it called and kiwi it's, because it looks like the fruit? 
as well. And it's one of the birds that can't fly along with exactly. penguins or yeah. ostriches. Yeah, so Why is it called fly. kiwi? Is it because it has a similar sort of shape and color as the, as the fruit? Or I think it is, right? Something like that. Well, it's taken from the Aboriginal language, I believe. But what's the logic yeah. behind it? I don't know. No, I'm just looking at a kiwi online, and it does look like a kiwi, really, like the fruit. It has mm. the same sort of shape, and it has mm-hmm. the same color of the plumage. It has the same color as well. So I think you can easily mistake a kiwi for a kiwi. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... I uh, just need to ban somebody here. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I've just blocked a user. I don't re- really do this very often. But <laughs> anyway, um, what else can we go into? So is there another bird that we should mention that is sort of different or special? Like all birds are special, obviously. But a bird that would stand out for you in, in any way? Well, birds are special. Basically, mm-hmm. so, but you know, there are uh, obviously birds are. The, I guess you you don't have you know many 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 stories about other animal species such as I don't know, let's say frogs or something something like that. But <laughs> then you have different different stories and birds who also <laughs> appear in you know literature as well. So. Exactly. Like for example, the ugly duckling. Obviously, it's a pretty. Yeah. I guess it's a pretty known, well-known example. Yeah. I no, can think of another one actually. But there is this poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, Raven. You know, Raven, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. There is a story about uh, geese apparently saving Rome. You know, some three hundred years before Christ, I believe, something like that. From an is- invasion, because they woke up the you know Roman soldiers, and apparently the guard dogs did, didn't manage to do it, didn't manage see. to even see the invaders and so on. I see. So apparently, there's a saying that they, you know, that those geese saved Rome, basically. So. Ah, okay, that's that's interesting. And then there is a novel by uh, Harper Lee called. To kill a mockingbird. That's also to kill a, a mockingbird, and there's a movie a as well. And I, and actually, this was one of the man, mandatory books to, to read exactly. when I was in Canada as well. So exactly, yeah. I think it's like I, I remember this was in in my list on the at the university as well when I had to. I think I had to I either, really either read it. this or it was a recommended literature or something like that. I think this is a classic. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's classic, definitely. Yeah. And actually, it was—it still is one of, one of my favorite books. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But there's some kind of—I I don't want to go into it much, but I think it's—it's—it's it's, it's like uh, it has got some kind of a moral. It's a story, and it has got some important moral in it, or something, right? I can't remember. Something like that. It's about. Yeah, it's about basically not. You know, a bird that represents also like. Harmless, innocent human uh, human right. beings, and in this case, uh, this was a like a case again against uh, racism, basically ah, in, the, bo- in the book. Yeah, so the I author see. made a case against uh, racism, yeah. kind of saying yeah. that you know, 
And that's so why someone who does yeah. a lot of good uh, to the community and, you know, he's a target just because he is black, yeah, yeah. in this case. So, so that's why he, he became a class. He, beca he, beca he becomes a target, so he's compared yeah. to, you know, this uh, mocking, mockingbird. You know? Right. So this book basically explored a very, very important theme, social theme and racism. So that's why it, it became became so popular i suppose and it's still is still popular it's a timeless novel and then we could go into a lot of idioms obviously because we are both english language teachers with irena but uh, i don't think we have time for it today i mean we can do just a few off the top of our head without explaining them and uh, we can just play this game and then uh, how many bird idioms do we know okay so we ju we're just gonna take turns And then once somebody I'm, doesn't I'm know, getting, we can I'm talk. getting nervous. Come on, <laughs> nah, don't be nervous. <laughs> I'm sure you know, you know a, a lot. So would you would you like would you like me to kick off, or do you want to start yourself? No, I think I would like you to start. <laughs> okay, so um, um, I can't think of anything now. Uh, one swallow doesn't make a, uh, a summer. Or it doesn't make a spring as well. It, uh, it's a, it has actually be both uh, versions. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we don't have to. We don't. We won't explain them. But just like, you know, we'll just say them. So the one there's one that that you hate me say always. What is it? Well, I I like better the softer ver version of it. Okay, <laughs> go on, say it then. Say it then. <laughs> to feed the two birds with one scone. Yeah. Okay, uh, the 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 hard, more hardcore variant is to kill two birds with one stone. So I guess it's my turn again. So don't count your chickens before they hatch. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. What else? Um, um, there, there, there are two. Yeah, go on. I've I've heard a few, but I mean, when I when I'm just to you know to. Yeah, I put you on the spot with this. Produce, I, I, we didn't, we, we didn't even right, plan right this, here, but I thought, right here uh, on the spot, yeah. and then it, it becomes <laughs> much harder. No, sorry about this. I just thought it would be interesting, <laughs> like to to add a few idioms. So, uh, yeah, I, I said, I'm, I'm just gonna. gonna I'm just going to elicit it from you. I'm going to um, sort of uh, show you, give you some clues and you will work it out because you, I'm, I know you know these. So how about the one that describes a person that uh, stays up late? Well, you can be either a night owl or an early bird and yeah, exactly, exactly. meets the, the second version, actually. <laughs> yeah. Are you an early bird or a night owl? I'm a de definitely an early bird. <laughs> I'm I'm the opposite. It, I'm, the, I'm the night owl. <laughs> it was it wasn't always like that, but yeah. Okay. I I just wake I wake up at six uh, around six a.m. by myself. I don't I don't I don't need an alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, an early bird catches a worm is the one. You know, it's like where this this one comes from. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else can we think of? I think there's there's one that says a bird. A bird's eye view. Of, is it something like that? A bird eyes view or something? Uh, let me let me Google mm. it. Make sure it's correct. 
A bird's eye yeah. view. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, look uh, look some at something from the bird's eye view, or you yeah, can you get that kind of perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. I guess I guess we can leave it there, Irena. Do you have anything you would like to add? And uh, how about our listeners? who are listening live, do you guys have any questions? You, anything you would like to ask Irena? Because as you can see, she knows her stuff. She knows her onions when it comes to birds. I think I just like, really love the expression free as a bird because ah, that's right. kind of what I would love to, you know, experience as much as possible. Okay. And there were my moments when I, when I felt uh, like that, but yeah, it's, you know, it just kind of makes my imagination work whenever, whenever I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, yeah. I like that. Um, so, if, if there are no questions from the listeners or um, anything like that, I think this is a, a wonderful note to end on. Let's hope um, we are all as free as birds. And, uh, well, we never know. Humans could one day uh, sort of grow wings... As, as in, you know, evolution, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Might have to fly away from this planet before be, before we destroy mm -hmm. it. So it would make sense. <laughs> we already don't need wings, though, because we have planes, right? So Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Irena. And, and spaceships as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spaceships, yeah. Exactly. Thank you very much for this uh, wonderful contribution to the podcast. And I hope it's not the last time. I'm sure we'll find another interesting topic. I'm actually a huge fan of topics like these because, because it's very, very specific, you know, because often, often it's like, what do I talk about? Yeah. And so often it's more, more general or, or I have an English teacher on the podcast, which is always fantastic. Obviously it's always fun in a different way, but uh, it's, it's really cool exploring these i would call them hidden gems of topics yeah and not many people go into it yeah but although it's it's part of our life yeah drawing painting as well as birds and it's nice to talk about it it's really nice to talk about it i enjoyed it yep. as well thank you for thank you for having me thank you yeah. for the invitation anytime I enjoyed it a lot Anytime. And Take thank you to to all the all the listeners as well. Take care, everyone. Until next time. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenix English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenixenglishpodcast.podbean.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zdenix English Podcast. If you are Zdenek's English Podcast patron, I've got some good news for you. A mini-lesson review that focuses on the target language from this episode is arriving right after this. To become Zdenek's English Podcast patron, go to teachersdenek.com ZEP section and click Become Patron.